do we record video? It does record video, yeah. It's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Scrolls through back catalogue. <laughs> I think it only keeps it for a month, though, doesn't it? Uh, well, I have to download it every time. All oh, right, so you've got an entire back so, catalogue. What's, what's well, Adam doing Since I started time? doing it. Oh, I know what Adam's doing with that. <laughs> Welcome along to the Long Snapper podcast. It is, well, it's not Super Bowl week. I was, ne- I nearly said it was Super Bowl week. That's how prepared I am. Uh, it's the week before Super Bowl week because, confusingly, there's a fortnight and we've just had the championship games. But you probably know what day it is. Um, you probably know what's going on if you're listening to this. Welcome along. Adam here hosting Patrick, Craig, Rich and Mark are all here as well. So, hello, everybody. How are we? Hello. Hello. That I mean, good. The fact we can now only see Craig from the eyebrows upwards—that is uh, a lovely touch. <laughs> Don't want to deprive them. Apparently, we record this, so you know. Yeah, we do. Yeah. It's a good job we record it, otherwise there'd be not much point. <laughs> <laughs> the video is there. You know, if, if anyone wants to to see what this looks like in in all its video glory, then just let me know. And yeah, I have it's the files. Flavor, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just file it away. Right, let's. Uh, we, we're going to talk. We might not go as long as normal, which means we will go as long as normal. Um, but we'll we'll review the the championship games, what we think about them, um, any other talking points. Uh, we probably won't get into a, too much of a Super Bowl preview because we'll we'll do that next week. And we we're going to get Judge Rusty back. We're going to do that thing, I reckon, again. And there's um, and there's literally no football between now and the Super Bowl, so I mean there's nothing to preview for this weekend. Facts. Correct. So before we do any of that, obviously we're going to have a quiz, and this is the part I urge you this week to listen. Hmm. Craig Edmonds, looking <laughs> mostly at you here, almost makes me not want to listen. <laughs> <laughs> Pat, you're not going to need that pen and paper which is in front of you for this. Um, you, you look like you are about to write down what I was about to say or something, which would be the other extreme to what Craig does. Uh, but that shouldn't be necessary. Um, it's quite a simple quiz. You're all going to be asked um, for some 2019 stats leaders in terms of yards. Um, so it will be a team and it will either be passing yards leader for the regular season, rushing yards leader or receiving yards leader for that team. However, the twist is that it's not going to be up to me what questions you're going to get. You're each going to decide which team and which genre you want to ask everyone else. Um, and so there are going to be 12 questions, which will be the combination of the four of you asking each other if that if that makes any sense. And you'll trust me on the order. So when I say, you know, Mark, um, what are you going to ask Craig? Um, you need to come up with a team and whether you want him to answer the rushing, receiving or passing guards leader for the season. Uh, if, if Craig, you know, in that scenario, if Craig gets it right, he gets two points. If he doesn't, Mark, as asking a question, would get the chance to steal for a point. Um, does that all make sense? Yes. I almost felt like I had your attention, which was a bit weird and makes me slightly <laughs> uncomfortable. Uh, so we, we're going to start with oh, just, just one other rule on this. A team can only be asked once. So if, if one team's gone, that's it. You can't go then, oh, they're rushing, receiving yards, whatever. Right. Craig, you can ask Rich a question first. Uh... Rich can tell me who led the Bengals in receiving yards. Oh, God. I want to say Joe Mixon. 
for receiving yards just because they were so terrible that most of their throws were check um, check downs. Uh, that is your answer. It is incorrect, I'm afraid. Uh, Craig, you have a chance to steal if you've got any better idea. That's where it comes into play, isn't it? You have to actually yeah, I, have I didn't a decent... think that through. <laughs> <laughs> part, part listening. Is it, is it just the person who asked the question that can just steal? Just the person that asked the question can steal. Damn it. I, is there, I, forget, I can't remember his name. It's a new guy. I just can't remember his just, name. Just, just name, name somebody. Because I can't his name. I know who it is. I can't think of his name. Okay, uh, you're not going to steal from the sound of it. Yeah. Oh, that's shit. Come on, Craig. <laughs> Anybody know? Just for fun. It'd be Tyler Boyd. It was Tyler Boyd. Please. Yeah. Hey. Pat, you are now going to ask Mark a question. I'm going to ask Be Mark. nice, Pat. You're a nice guy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's not going to wash here. Well, let's see. How do you feel about Miami Dolphins uh, rushing leaders? Ooh, Miami Dolphins. Um, that would... Um, no, of course. I was, I'm thinking him, but he went to the Cardinals. No, it's... Um... It's Fitzpatrick. You're saying it's Ryan Fitzpatrick. I'm saying Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, that was a famous thing in the last week, wasn't it? You are absolutely correct for two points. Well done, Mark. (laughs) Very good. Okay, Rich, you can now ask Pat a question. Can I I just say I love this format already? (laughs) (laughs) It's working out ways to screw each other, basically. Yeah, which is exactly on point for our podcast. Yeah, um, I'm going to go with San Francisco and rushing leader. Pick that I... one out of the mass. Yeah, that's quite tricky, isn't it? Um, is that is it regular season? Just regular season, yes. Yeah, so we're not including Moscow's <laughs> ridiculous day this weekend, which I'm sure we'll come on to. I'll go with Tevin Coleman. That's incorrect. Bad luck. Um... I think it actually is Raheem Mostert. It is. So a point for you, Rich. Well done. Okay, Mark, uh, you can ask Craig. Bears receiving. Okay, Bears receiving. Who have you got, Craig? Robinson. That is correct. Well done. Bollocks. Miss you, Big Al. <laughs> Mark, you should have just asked him Chargers passing. Well, he'd he... <laughs> be willing to say the name. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Okay, Rich, you can ask Mark now. Oh, switching up. Yeah, I yeah. Have... Uh, Rams receiving. Okay, Mark. Who have you Ooh. got? Um, Rams receivers. There's not that many options, really. Um... I would say it's likely to be Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup is correct. Damn it. Well done. Uh, Mark, you've jumped up to four points. Craig on two, Rich on one. Pat left to score, but you've got a chance now because Craig's going to ask you your next question. Eventually. Let's go Jets receiving. If that's not Robbie Anderson, I'll be amazed. It's not Robbie Anderson. Oh, so well, that'd be, be amazed. Crowder. It is Crowder. Well done, Craig. You steal, Crowder. steal a point there. That's that's like, like, says everything weeks. you need to know about the Jets, doesn't it? <laughs> four weeks of production where he was just unbelievable in fantasy. Who? Crowder? Yeah. He got a few touchdowns, but Robbie Anderson came alive at the end of the season. Do you know what? Wasn't I reckon injured? the next time... Sorry. I reckon the next time we run this, you shouldn't be able to pick your own team. <laughs> Seems like a cop-out somehow, but I'm not going to do it. Yeah, it's well, you can own, it's you Jeff, can it's it embarrassing if you don't get your own team right. <laughs> right, Mark, you can ask Rich now. Rich, let's go with Lions receivers. Oh, shit. It's, what's yeah, his name? Good one. Uh, Kenny Galladay. Yeah, it is, actually. Yeah. He, was, he was mustard for the first six th- weeks or whatever. I, yeah. thought you might, I thought you might say Marvin Jones. <laughs> Marvin Jones has never been the answer to any question. <laughs> scored a lot of touchdowns. Scored a lot of touchdowns though last year. Oh, 
I think there needs to be a Marvin Jones-based quiz <laughs> at some <laughs> point after that. All right, Patrick, you can ask Craig. Uh, I was going to go with Ravens receivers, receiving yards. I was going to do that as well. Um... Oh. That should be easy. It's got to be. It's got to <laughs> be Brown. Incorrect. Ah, that's the oh. trick. That's it. Okay. Pat, are you going to steal a point? Probably not. You need um, to. Well, yeah. Well, scoring points is overrated, though, isn't it? <laughs> and United. Um, I'm going to guess Willie Sneed. Uh, you're incorrect as well. Andrews. Is it Mark Andrews? It was Mark Andrews, yes. Oh, really? Good job yeah. for him. There you go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well done. Steve, Steve would have loved that. Um, <laughs> really would. Right, uh, Craig, you, you're going to get asked another question, and by Rich this time. I'm going to go uh, Chiefs rushing. Fuck. This oh. is your last question, by the way. You are a point behind Mark as it stands. It's got to be Williams. Is that who you're going with? Yeah. It is Williams, two points. You sneak into the lead on five. Rich is on three. Mark's Can on four. Can I just four. ask which Williams? Because they've got two. No. <laughs> <laughs> Number twenty-six, Damian Williams, isn't it? The other one's Yeah, yeah it's it's that Williams. <laughs> the other Williams only got about hundred yards rushing. Yeah, is that... <laughs> it would have been bold of Craig to have said the other Williams. <laughs> right, Mark, you are going to ask Pat his final question. Pat, let's go with Browns receivers. Browns receivers. Hmm. can do that. Uh, let's go OBJ. Why not? Incorrect. And you know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if it's not him, it must be Jarvis Landry. <laughs> it is Jarvis Landry. You are now level with Craig on five. Uh, Pat, you get to ask Rich his final question. And I was going to go with Titans receivers. Okay. I am going to hope that this is AJ Brown. Probably. It is AJ Brown, yes. He had over a, th- a thousand receiving yards. Yeah, he was pretty, yeah. pretty impressive season. And to finish off, and I'm going to say that you're, well, three of you are level on five points here. So, Craig, you get to ask Mark his final question. So, oh. <laughs> choose carefully. <laughs> Bill's receivers, fancy that? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be the worst shout, to be fair, but I suspect that's not where he's going to go. <laughs> Let's go with the Redskins. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, uh, no, rush, rush, rushing leader. Okay. There's your question, Mark. Oh. Can you win it and win the quiz? Um, so, <laughs> thinking about this, um, it's... I don't th- Chris whatever his name is played a lot of games but I don't think he had many yards the only other competitor to AP is Geis and he was injured for most of the season so I am going to have to tension with a knife yeah I'm going to go with um, with Mr Adrian Peterson the Washington rushing yards leader in 2019 was Mr. Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Have some more music, Mr. Salen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, let's talk about some some football. And I suppose we have to. Let's go there. It was <laughs> had to come. It had to come to an end for the Titans, and what was actually just a defeat to a superior football team, um, in in a nutshell. Um, it was a valiant effort. Yeah, at least yeah, you made a game of it, unlike Green Bay. Yeah, you didn't get humped. <laughs> we did. We didn't get humped. Although I felt at half time it was uh, obviously not mathematically over or anything like that, but I felt that that ludicrous Mahomes rushing touchdown just the manner of it um yeah it put the Chiefs up I think 21-17 at half time 
So yeah, that's a, a game in the balance on the face of it, but just just a horrible play on defense from a defense that have you know overachieved this year and been extremely well coached and just for some reason on a big play in a big moment they didn't turn up and just decided to do some swan dives instead of tackling. Yeah, the moment that, that felt just... inevitable, didn't it? And it was it was almost the offensive drive before that which stalled and gave the Chiefs enough time to go down and score and take the lead and that inability to keep the long drive going, keep the clock and maybe kick a field goal and take a six point lead into half time really really killed it. Yeah, I think that's 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 dead right. I mean even if in a funny way, even if the, the Titans have made the Chiefs earn that touchdown before half time a bit more than just letting Mahomes do that, um might have made some sort of difference. Uh, it just it just sort of killed the game. And actually in this in the third quarter the Titans did make a stop early on. Uh, but I think only two stops all day, something like that, maybe three. Um, what, as I said on the podcast last week, the, the Titans needed to do was do what they did against the Ravens and actually force a couple of turnovers or big fourth down stops. And that that didn't happen. Um, and, you know, that's not going to happen every time. On offense well, with with Derek Henry, you're kind of you're built for you're not built to score on every single drive. Um, and with that sort of when you're playing Kansas city in that sort of game and you're not making turnovers and, and big plays, you you need to, and it just, it wasn't there. It wasn't going to happen. And yeah, it, it, it was a fight. It wasn't a performance of any that we should, should be embarrassed about. I'm very proud of how well the team's done to get as far as they have. And to be honest, and I'm not just saying this, I'm pretty excited about seeing the chiefs in the super bowl. The phenomenal football team, and not just offensively. They're, they've got a defense as well now. Yeah, I was. I was going to say. I. I think the biggest issue for the Titans was the inability for your pass rush to get home. You didn't really ever seem to pressure Mahomes, and you'd managed that in the previous playoff games. I don't know whether that was, you know, just being tired because you know you didn't have a bye week. Or whether it was, you know, other other issues, but it just it had it had seemed very effective against other teams and not at all effective against the Chiefs. I think part of the reason, yeah, there, there's definitely some tiredness in there. The number of plays that defense was on the field against Baltimore, for example, was ludicrous. Um, but also, the Titans have had don't have the best pass rush in the league, um, to be honest, and that they've been a bit exotic about about doing that, bringing different people at different times. And the Dean Pease, who's, who's now retired, which is a bit of a blow, um, but fair play to him. Yeah, he's, he's been able to do special things with, with the defence, mix it up. Um, it's, it's hard against Mahomes, though. Um, you can get close and he just, he just evades the sack and he'll make a play from anywhere. I think that's the key, isn't it? Like, I, I don't think it was definitely tiredness. I'm less worried about your sort of the pressure in because you definitely got Mahomes out of the pocket and, and made it uncomfortable for him. I think Mahomes reminded us why he was last year's MVP. Like, we are guilty of it. Uh, you know, week seven, week eight, I don't know what the Chiefs were, middling, six and three or something. Um, and Lamar was lighting it up. Deshaun Watson was lighting it up. Russell Wilson was lighting it up. And everyone forgot about Pat Mahomes. And he was hurt and he got through it. And actually, probably, we haven't seen him this dynamic maybe since week one. Um, I think that was that was the difference. His players made plays. Um, got a catch the ball. We've seen how important it is. Uh, I just think phenomenal performance for the Kansas City Chiefs. And what a great, at some point, we have to start recognising how good a coach Andy Reid was. And I think because he never won a chip in Philly, he's... And, he, and and then picking up Alex Smith, he's kind of inadvertently picked up like an average type persona, and he's not. This is a this is this is the best coaching we've seen in the league. Simple. Yeah, yeah. The ability to improvise better than pretty much any other team I've seen this season was what stood apart. And that doesn't just come down to Mahomes, or it comes down to Mahomes in a large part. But there were plays where they've got playmakers like Tyreek Hill, who is that rapid and that 
in tune with where Mahomes might need to target when he's on the run. That 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 worked for them on several occasions to make really important first downs. So that that can't be underestimated. It just seems like the amount of times that you had managed to stop them in that in that period of time where it, it feels like no one can stop them. The amount of times they get to like third and long and he just comes up with a 15, 20 yard completion to a receiver. And you think it's just it's every time I think we're or genuinely I think we're witnessing if he continues on this trajectory that he's on at the moment. There's every chance, as I said to you after the game, Adam, that he could be the best we've ever seen. And um, I think there's an element that obviously them nullifying the threat, certainly in the second half of Derek Henry, as they did. Um, played a part in the game because you you were unable to ride that crest of a wave on Derek Henry that you were that you had done in the playoffs up to that point and at the end of the regular season. But I do think sometimes you just have to hold your hands up and say they're they're too good. Nothing would have stopped that today. I think part part of the thing with Derek Henry was the fact that the game situation didn't lend itself. Now that the Titans have sometimes ignored that and sometimes <laughs> that doesn't stop to... the 49ers running it though, does no, it? No, <laughs> no, and it doesn't. It, sometimes it doesn't stop the Titans, but. It it felt that the second half, the Chiefs, this is where they're so smart. And we've probably mocked Andy Reid in the past for like his, his time management. Uh, but grand scheme of things, they absolutely nailed it. You know, instead of, I said last week that they lengthen games by creating more scoring opportunities, by the ability to go down the field in two minutes every single time, which is what they did against the Texans. The second half of... Sunday's game was the opposite. They they had a lead and they were well probably more worried about the the Titans' response than they were about the Texans. But because the situation demanded it, they were putting up sort of six seven minute drives instead. And that means that Derek Henry, Ryan Tannehill have far fewer opportunities. And actually, what it wasn't it wasn't as if Derek Henry was suddenly one yard per carry and they bottled him up. It was he just wasn't getting the ball that much. And I just I, I put that down again, coaching. Just just it's too good the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah. So my... I, I don't think it's unfair to say that the Titans just aren't quite there yet. But but again, given how your season went in the regular season, getting to this point has got to feel very promising for next year. And and there's a lot of pieces that are still in place there at, at the Titans that. You know, you got to feel good about potentially making a playoff run for next year, given that the Colts don't look great. Um, the Texans, maybe they get this sack their head coach. Um, but it just it feels like it's a good it's a good kind of starting point. And there was a video that's been circulating this week of um, uh, Mariota saying to Tannehill this is the start of something on the sideline as, as the games, I don't know whether it's towards yeah. the end of the game or after the game's expired, but I mean, that says a lot about Mariota as a human being that he's, yeah, I love that you know, me. he's bigging up the, uh, the guy who's effectively replacing him at, at that franchise. But I think he's right. I think there is, there's hope for the future there. You put a few more good pieces in place and that's, that's a very strong franchise over the next couple of years. So that be, before we move on to the NFC, that would be my question. What do they need to do? Because, yeah, you've got a fantastic young receiver. Derek Henry is a, you know, top five back. But what if we're holding, let's say, the Chiefs uh, as a gold standard? For me, I'm I'm also including Deshaun Watson and the Texans. I think Deshaun Watson is, is also a generational player. What is it that the Titans need to do? Obviously, you can't forget about Lamar and Baltimore. See, I, see, I think it's... What is it the Titans need to do now to be in that position where they're competing every year? And there's also an argument that they've also got their three best players that all need pay in this this off-season mm. as well. Well, that, yeah. that, is, that is a problem. Uh, but they... I mean, to to compare the, well, the Chiefs being the gold standard, it's, it's quite a standard. And... I, yeah, you you've got to you've got to beat teams like that to win a Super Bowl. Of course, you have. We established last week that winning a Super Bowl isn't easy. Uh, but who knew, eh? <laughs> who, who knew? <laughs> but I, I, mean, I don't think 
if you look at the last few weeks in isolation, I don't think the Titans are a million miles away. You know, they've comp- competed in these games, but Mate, answer yeah, the question. perhaps, <laughs> yeah, it's not an easy, it's not an easy question to answer. I mean, you look at the quarterback position is, is perhaps something, but you, it would be very easy to say, well, you could probably improve on Ryan Tannehill, but you look at how he's performed and it's, it's not really that easy. Um, they, they're going to have a problem with 18 free agents. <laughs> that, that's going to be an issue in the off season, uh, especially when the highest profile is your big running back, who's probably going to take, you know, if he gets his big contract, which he deserves, is going to take a lot of money. Um, there are, yeah, there are some, some isn't that it, will have to fall by the wayside. Isn't your best D um, player also due to be paid this off season as well? Logan Ryan, uh, you're probably talking about. Yeah, I mean, there are a few. Yeah, there are a few. That's that's the bottom line. Um, but it, it, it's it's timing. Every every team comes across this issue every now and then. It sometimes looks harder if you've just done well because all your your players your players look hot at once. Uh, but I guess that's a nice nice problem to have than having a, a terrible looking team with eighteen free agents who you don't want. I guess. I I think I think there are there's an emerging thing in the league at the moment of teams that have depth on their D line being heavily successful, and I think that's where the Titans maybe have struggled this season a little bit compared or or in in this end of the playoffs. You, you know, you talked about the fact that your pass rush hasn't really been effective so far this year. I think if you if you adding some speed rush to that and the ability to to really, you know, pressure those quarterbacks, I think. I mean, Jeff, part of the Jeffrey reason I Simmons say this is, is a, a cause for optimism. There, <laughs> drafted with an ACL injury, who's come back sooner than expected. He's been limited snaps all year. Yeah, I, I can I, I see great things from him. He's looked incredible. But I say this because the Eagles won a Super Bowl off the back of having immense D-line depth. The Niners this season have turned around a last-in-the-league defence to a top three, top five defence in the league based mostly on having eight guys that we can rotate on that D-line that can all do a job. And I think that's that's something for me that's really starting to stand out in the league. See that? So the reason I ask that question is that's my worry for the Titans. I think too much, and the Titans run was great. Enjoyed it. Obviously, having you on the pod has made me kind of root for the Titans, quite frankly. But the issue I see, everyone was way too happy to be there. And when you think, when you when right now we're going to talk, uh, we talked about Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs. We're talking dynasty. We're talking ten years. These guys are uh, are good to go. We, even when we've talked about Baltimore in the future, we haven't. There's never been a point where I don't think any of us have thought, oh, they really need to do X, Y, and Z. This is a team that's going to get better. All the tools, everything seems to be in place. With the Titans, I think you've got so many players coming up that need paying. I think that... it's a, Rich, you mentioned Philly. I think Philly's, in terms of well, the quarterback... Where are they now? <laughs> exactly. And in terms of the quarterback position you've had ryan Tannehill, who you know really really serviceable not even well as efficient as he will maybe ever be in his career and you wonder if this was as good as it's going to get so that's that is my that is my concern for the titans because i don't see an easy ad i i at some point i think right Tannehill's, Tannehill's franchise tag um candidate because Having another that, year sample that, size. That I mean, it's, make, that's, that's that not, might be Henry. That's not, I think that might be that's Henry. Not moving, and that's not moving the, 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 the ball club forward. Like, you've got... I, I, yeah, for but me, I think, I think, you, I want, think if you, you want to consider how good Mariota can be because as bad as he was last year, I still feel like Mariota has a higher ceiling. And him sort of show, being engaged and showing his sort of bought in Maybe he does get better, but I, I, I just—it's very he's difficult. He's, he's out. He's out of the football club. Either um, way, I just find it uh, difficult to see how you guys move on from now. Great run, loads of good energy, some unbelievable performances, but you know AJ Green is a superstar and a shit team, and I, that's how I kind of feel like the the risk is with the Titans. See, I, I, 
sorry, can I jump in on that? Yeah, I, yeah. I think that while you can say that about the Titans, you can say that about almost any NFL team because nobody has a long window of you know those opportunities. I I take a little bit. I kind of disagree with you a little bit on the Chiefs. Not not in terms of they couldn't be a dynasty, but the fact that they've got this year and next year as their window with Mahomes on his rookie contract. And after that, they have to then tie him down to a big deal. And all of a sudden, you're not able to pay all of those guys at those big salaries. And that's the same issue that Seattle had. They had that Russell Wilson window. And then as soon as that was gone... You know, you look at you look at the drop off. But they went to they went to they went to they went to two Super Bowls. They should have had two Super Bowls. They should have had they should have had two Super Bowls. Yeah, but that's my point, Craig, is that they've only got this season and next season to do that with with But what I'm saying is no, not all with yeah, fine, with Mahomes. But if you go to the Super Bowl three times with Mahomes, two out of three times. He's, he's in his first year. He won in the first year starting. He won the MVP. His second year starting. He's taken him to the Super Bowl. Like if you get a five-year run, you he's know you, you, you can't. What more second can round, you? Second round draft. Whatever. Two-year to four-year run. At the moment, the Titans have had this one year. What yeah. I'm saying is, it's very difficult to see how they build Baltimore. I can see quite clearly how they improve for next year and they continue. And that doesn't feel like it's going to be shit. What are we going to do next year? I know exactly the style of football they're playing. I've got the clear idea of where that club's going. Um, so I'm talking about the top of the AFC. Fine. You might be able to say it for the teams in the shit, but that's because they're the teams in the shit. I'm talking about having had a great run like this established one or two, you know, top 10 players when you consider Derek Henry, um, AJ Brown, uh, Casey on the D line. So you've got a number of these pro bowl, all pro style type players. You've had one good season. You want to be able to kick on nine, nine and seven, four years in a row. Just saying. Yeah. It's Jeff Fisher numbers. Um, so like well, you want to, you want to, <laughs> yeah, you, you, you want at this point to think, okay, perfect. Next year we can really make a run this year was almost not you know i don't want to say it's a gimme or a freebie but you you adam if the start of the season i said you're going to get to a, a divisional game or a, sorry championship game you would have bit my arm off so you, you've almost had a freebie you can't you don't want to waste this you want to build you don't want to you know philly rolled their luck all the way to the super bowl almost makes it worthwhile if you have to rebuild at this stage you've got all you've got everything out of what you had how do you move forward next year whereas other teams it seems far clearer how that happens than it does with the Titans. I never thought I'd say this, but we've probably talked too much about the Tennessee Titans. You definitely <laughs> have. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be easy. We will find out. And um, in in our general management, in our general manager John Robinson, I do trust, by the way. But we'll see, we'll, we'll see what happens. We right, all, NF, we NFC. We kind of like the Chiefs, and they're pretty good, right? Yeah. I don't. Yeah, we'll 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 look. Yeah, we'll obviously look ahead properly to the Super Bowl next week. Um, they are going to play the the Forty Niners, of course, oh, who my God. weren't in any way tested. No. And I mean, finally, the the thirteen and three Packers that we all thought were the thirteen and three Packers showed up, and <laughs> they they were they were, and obviously the foot <laughs> the way the Forty Nineers played like lent itself to that. But they were dog shit. Well, they didn't. They didn't force us to do anything other than what we wanted to do, which was to run, run the ball down their throats. You knew exactly when you had um, early on in the game. You had third and eight, and you thought, you know, this is a down where you know a good Packers side will get them off the field. Force instead, the field yeah. Instead, you choose to run the ball on third and eight, knowing full well that you will have enough to get there. Not only do you get there, but it goes for a touchdown. At that point. That game was done. 1976, worst Germany, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> they are, they're, I, I find the 49ers, contrary to what you think, Craig, I find them a really exciting team to watch because of the, <laughs> because of the Carl Shanahan offense, the way that he runs it, the looks that you get, the different schemes that they've got on offense. Um, what are those schemes? What looks? The, the, way, the, the different ways that they're running the ball. Talk to me. Um, wow. Other than Kittle well, the, shifts, the, shift, the shifts on the, the shifts on the offensive line to create the holes. Um, you, get guard, you get guards pulling and you get kill double teaming well, and Craig, Craig, block. If it was that easy, every fucking team in the NFL would do it, and they don't. 
I, um, shouted, and... I shouted Rich down for trying to steal the exotic Smash Mouth, but <laughs> there is actually some truth in that. I only said that. I only said that to roll you up, Adam. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's actually Smash Mouth, but it is. There's a lot of different looks going on in there. There's jet sweeps. There's you know. There's inside zone. There's outside zone. Craig can shake his head at me all he likes, but there is so much going on there. I. I again didn't send you any of the links I said I'd send you, but I'll, I'll dig some out on uh, on Niner's Twitter and send them to you. But he, he won't, and he won't watch. If 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 it was as simple as you're making it out to be, Craig, I'm not saying it's simple. NED, NED I'm not saying it's simple. To stop it. You you don't misquote me. I'm not saying it's simple. I respect it. What I've said is sufficient. What I've also said is start. It's not this. It's not Chip Kelly. You're not. You're not pulling two guards. And shifting three guys at the line of scrimmage. Like, um, it's very, very efficient. Very, very well coached. Um, Really uh, a solid, solid, well understood playbook. And you've got to say, I I don't remember a tight end being able to block like Greg Kittle. And if you've got effectively one guy who can, is either an additional offensive lineman or additional receiver, it's... Greg, did you say Greg Kittle? He did. did yeah, that's what Hashtag Craig Fox. Greg Kittle. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Pat, talk. You've been dying to talk for ages. You, you get the as, point. As usual. Yeah, I've stood up about five points now while you've been talking. Um, so, first one, the, it was a game that wasn't amazing for the neutral, and if I hadn't had such good online company, I would have gone to bed after the first quarter. Um, I think what opens the run game, what really helps to open the run game is the way Jimmy G sells the play fake. Because watching that back on the replay, some of the things he does after handing the ball off are just phenomenal. And compared to some quarterbacks who kind of hand the ball off and then just look disinterested and watch the play from five yards behind the line of scrimmage, it makes such a massive difference to see a guy rolling out and throwing a fake pass or something to just put that doubt in your mind. So, Which is that's, clever that you can do that from the sideline. While he's back, backing up the starter. That's, that's Carl Shanahan coaching as well. Um, one of the things that's been a, a consistent thing coming out of the out of the Niners players and locker room is how much Shanahan actually explains what's going on and why he wants players to do what they're about to do. So everyone's bought into that scheme. Everyone's bought into, you know, this is what... We, like, Jimmy G has made zero complaints about doing what he's doing in terms of just handing the ball off was it 42 times in a game and getting eight passing attempts that's what you need to do to win the game that's what he's willing to do to win the game and and that is that is because Shanahan has fostered this environment of I'm going to tell you exactly why we're doing what we're doing and we'll do it and you'll see that it works and it's working but that that wouldn't work without a passing threat it would. Yeah, if, <laughs> I mean, not, it, in the, not in the same... It, it, no, might, against, it might against the Packers. Mate, listen. They, <laughs> they, they throw, you lot throw slants and outs. Eight, eight to 15-yard routes really efficiently. And you run the ball really efficiently. That is, that is the Niners. It's, it's brilliant. It works really, really, really well. And the thing is, we've seen this type of approach have success. The Rams had... A million plays off of about four looks. That play action pass. And for a year, no one could stop it. Really well drilled, really well coached, great scheme idea. And And then Goff forgot how to throw the ball. Well, Goff forgot how to throw the ball and Todd Gurley forgot how to run the ball. At the moment, you've got a functional quarterback and what looks like three. You can't bring yourself to say good, can you, Craig? Listen, mate. The thing is, I'm, I'm, I, I, he's he's doing a great job. I, uh, out of everybody here, w- would you would you take Jimmy G if you were starting a court, uh, uh, starting a fr- franchise? Would you take him within your first ten picks? As in, what like? If you had to pick a quarterback, positions. Yeah, no, pick a quarterback. You got ten picks. Would you pick Jimmy G in the top ten? Of all quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Oh my God! You don't Probably need not. to. Yeah, obviously not. Well, I'm not trying to work out what question you. Well, I'm not. I'm not hating on him. I'm not hating. That's the thing. I'm not hating on the Niners at all. And actually, I think it's a perfect Super Bowl. Like it's not often that you get a Super Bowl. You're like yes, both teams haven't been in for a long time. You know, really exciting. Um, working. All all credit to this. And and it 
to be honest with you, if you were going to pick now, I truly think the Niners are sixty forty here. I've got a, you've got to favour the Niners, right? In terms I, of, I don't the know. Odds are think, really think, close, aren't they? Well, it'll be sixty forty Niners, man. I think you're better. I think it's close. Chiefs, Chiefs by point. Chiefs by point and a half is what the gambling odds are right now. Um, I I think just purely the experience that Mahomes has in terms of playing another playoff season, in terms of playing more games in the NFL, I think that will make a difference. Um, and generally just being really, really good. And being really, really good. <laughs> really good. And Andy Reid, if, I know we're not previewing this week, but if I'm honest, I wouldn't begrudge Andy Reid getting a, getting a Super Bowl win. I think he's one of, like like Craig said, he's probably the best play caller in the league at the moment and at least top three. Um, and the guy deserves some success at some point. But thank God you found the Packers out because if they they would have been a travesty <laughs> if they'd have been in the Super Bowl. We were never not going to beat them. 37-8 in the regular season was not a fluke. No, it was, they're, they're just not a good side at all. They've, they've lucked into it by... E- easy schedule, a couple of a couple of decent performances have gotten through some big games, but they just weren't that good a team. They've they need more than the Titans at... to go further. Oh God, yeah, they're, yes. I think they're in trouble. Next season, they're in trouble. They you look they're at you look at the division that they're in at the moment. They play the Lions, who are just dreadful. That's just an awful, awful franchise. They've got the Vikings, who seem to choke any time they have to play the Packers, and they've got the Bears, who have got one of the best defences in the league, but can't score any points. That's so they've got the worst quarterback in the league. Yeah. Which is which is why Packers, we're in the, we're in the position in the first place. Like yeah, exactly. Well, that's exactly that's it. Like they, it. They could have a very mediocre squad next season and still make the playoffs. And this is the reason, yeah, that it doesn't... Like, obviously, we banter about, like, uh, you know, facts... But I swear down, <laughs> I, swear, I swear down, sir, like people be doing their research about football by watching Red Zone and reading articles, not actually watching football. Like when you watch as much football as me, it's very difficult to remember everything. <laughs> you just get a feeling, you get me? <laughs> just, <laughs> just know. If just only know. there was this online resource where you could go and look all that stuff up when you need to, Craig. Which, yeah, but that's effort. But like, Which is cool if you do it after you've watched games. But this is why I must admit, I do love the fantasy season coming to an end because I just like to enjoy the football. And now I've only got one more bloody game to go. You get me? Like, I know. Yeah. It, it, I, I it, totally to be agree. Fair with though, that. Craig, the, the I, I give you a load of shit about what you're feeling, but it's partly because it's fun too. Um, but I do agree <laughs> with you. The, it's mostly because the, it's fun too. The dis the disagreement I have with you on Jimmy G is mostly because having watched him a lot this season, the feeling I get is this: you know, third down, late in the game, whatever the situations are that he has to step up, he steps up, and I don't know that you'd necessarily get that if you're not watching Niners games week in, week out. I always felt that about Mariota, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. You, you were just wrong. Rich, let's have a score then on Jimmy G being your starting quarterback in two years. I reckon you lot could move on from him in two years. Ignoring injury? No. I think you've got a better bet here anyway, in that <laughs> you've just spent, Hashtag, hashtag Craig, Craig bet. So you know, I want to have this bet with you, but I'm going to change. No, it's not changing your, anything. Parameters not, in. It's not changing anything, is it? If he if he gets injured and he's playing really well, you're going to hold. You're going to wait for him anyway. So oh, I or, mean like uh, a career ending ending injury. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Not no, like yeah. something that takes him oh, out. For like, no, 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 no. If he's if he's not got a no, no. Obviously, if he can't play again, then fine. But I'm saying, I I could foresee, and just for fun, I'll have the bet. I could foresee you guys get into a position a bit like the Titans now, where at some point, if, you know, if you win the Super Bowl um, in two weeks, you might buy him time. But if you don't, and he doesn't get you back there, I think there's every chance you move on, because otherwise, how else do you improve that team on the base so of what you're we... saying Jimmy G won't be the starter in 2022. Yeah, there you go. We're never have... going to remember this bet. 
uh, Adam, fine. Let's, Adam, let's do Adam it. put it in a spreadsheet. <laughs> set, set, set a spreadsheet to send you an email in <laughs> two years' time, and uh, let's let's have it. Well, that's that's assuming the CBA doesn't fuck the season out as well. By the way. Oh, oh God! Yeah. Thanks, Mr. Cheery. Yeah. <laughs> I swear, I tell no, I'll, t- I'll take that bet. Done. So, to be fair, he before I might have been before we recorded. I can't remember, but you just showed Craig a tenner this did. evening that he'd forgotten that you owed him for another bet <laughs> that you can't even remember. So well, maybe I'll just hold <laughs> on to are. the tenner until the end of this bet, and then uh, then we can yeah. be all square. The only way the only way Jimmy G loses that starting gig is if we draft some ridiculous Pat Mahomes Mark II in the third round of next year's draft don't make excuses by accident no, that's literally, i'm not making excuses if, if i'm Gar- saying that's the only way it happens as garoppolo's as good as you lot say he could be no matter who you draft you'll trade right if he's your starting franchise quarterback, no need if you if you fall, if you fall, if you fall upon a quarterback late you'll trade him because jimmy g's lying it up so i'm not i'm not saying that jimmy g is better than pat mahomes because that would be stupid to say what i'm saying is if we if we stumble across the next Patrick Mahomes, you end up starting him and trading Jimmy G. Stop stop walking it back. I have said Hey Jimmy G's gonna get Jimmy G's (laughs) gonna get dropped next year, I'll bet you. Oh no I won't. Not (laughs) top fifteen. He's not a top fifteen quarterback. That's my point. That's what I've maintained. He's good enough to play for the Bengals. Sure. He is not a top two quarterback is what we seem to have proven this season. (laughs) Oh no he's he's a quarterback of a top two scene. It is what we've proven. Is Trent, he good enough to play for the Jets? Trent, Trent, Trent yes. Trent Dilfer won a... Uh, getting ahead of Rivers? <laughs> Take him ahead of Rivers all day. All day long. At least I've got to look at his smile. You get me? Fuck you, that you, you, you talk like the guy doesn't have an all-time record in his career of 23-5. and five. He's All he's done is win games. I guess. Listen... I'm not hating on him. You're, the, you're the one it. who goes on about the eye test and, you know, I, I, let's I agree. Win. Listen, that's all he does. All listen, he does is win games. I'm okay. not hating on him. I have said he is an official. I've, look, I, I, I've said 1976. I can't remember whatever that West German team was, but the team before Beckenbauer, they won. I'm not saying they won't win. I think you are best placed to win. I think he's a fantastic... Alex Smith should have won a a Super Bowl with the 49ers. And I'm a fan of Alex Smith because people used to act like he was shit. So I never said he was a world-beater. I just said he weren't shit. People are acting like Jimmy G's a world-beater. I'm not saying he's shit, but I'm saying he's not a world-beater. That's the point I'm making. So so it's cool, isn't it? You think he's a top QB. That's cool. In two years, if he's a top QB, he will be your starting QB. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna go for the fact that I, I think that if he doesn't get the business done this week, uh, next weekend, I would say that that is the obvious place to upgrade. I'm more than happy right, to just, take that bet. Just, uh, just to to go through some facts here. 1976 wasn't a World Cup year, and Czechoslovakia <laughs> won the Euros. Hashtag great facts. <laughs> can I? All right, I now give, check? Me, give me the year. West Germany. Where are Czechoslovakia now? Yeah. <laughs> Backing up Jimmy G. <laughs> did, did another did another team play in the NFC Championship game? I'm not I'm not sure from our chat that they actually did. Yeah, what do we so, oh, so that's what we said. The, the Packers. Do we think the Packers are going to make the playoffs next year? No. I think they will. They, I, might, you, they might do, but they'll be, they'll be just the same. You you know from the just the natural attrition from season to season this year. Only two of the final eight teams were in it the previous year. It happens every se- every single season. Probably like six of the last eight that made it this year won't be in it next year. And there's every chance. I think there's a very what, good chance. Do you know what the Packers', the Packers biggest problem is, in my opinion? Aaron Rodgers? Their head coach. Yeah, I agree. Well, so the head I, coach think, I think the floor, I think the floor can be a good head coach. I think he can be a good head coach. He's just not there yet. Mm, he wasn't a good coordinator. Just saying. We'll see. Yeah, they have... I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bears trade for or take a decent QB this offseason. Maybe someone that they can bring in and be like, oh, they're just a backup. It's fine. They're Dalton. not a threat to Trubisky. And then all of a sudden, Trubisky's shit for like four games and they yeah. start him. And he's Mariota, Andy Mariota to the Bears. So, someone like that. But calling it now. Mariota. Bears. Andy, Andy, Andy Dalton convinced him. Winston, surely. Mariota, Mariota is going to the Patriots and he's going to be brilliant for 10 years. 
I'd take Mariota at the Jets coming back upside, man. I like Mariota. You mean you mean like you mean Rivers? Stop it, mate. <laughs> Honestly, can we stop putting it out there, please? If we please. say it enough times, yeah. it'll be true. No, come on, come <laughs> on, come, come, on come on. He's moved. Nice. He's moved closer now, so he's got it's a, it's an easier commute. Adam, <laughs> I just I've, told I've you that this, I've been Craig. rooting for the Titans. Can we stop this? This need. I I can't. To, it, no. Come on, let's just let's, let's 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 move on. No more of that talk. That's not nice, man. Jesus you're right. Christ. You're right. It's not nice. You're, you're ruining would, the NFL for Craig for an entire season, <laughs> or more. It's well, not yeah. going to be forever if that so. happened. Oh, I mean, to to be fair, I've I'm dealing with quite substantial rumours of Tom Brady coming to the Titans. You can do uh, a I've got to try to get my head around that. You know, that's that's just no one needs Tom Brady. No one. Ugh. No. It's, it's obvious that as soon as it's become clear that the Patriots don't want to pay him, why would anyone? Because he's, he's, he's just not very good anymore. He's not, not going to improve either. No, he's not. He's not going to get any better. He's he's clearly not very good now. And being the big fa- Bill Belichick is going to help. And he never got a big contract, did he? He no. kept on real like renegotiating. I mean, listen. I, what a hero. What he's not sure of cash, <laughs> but he never got that thirty million contract that, that Russ and the rest of them got, did he? No, so, he's just got five rings instead. Yeah, whatever. Fuck Brady. Can we stop? Why are we talking about Brady? <laughs> yeah, uh, Rivers to the Jets. Man. Shut up, Mark. Craig, I the sentiment is all there, but it's just too funny. I'm sorry. Football. I'm really sorry. Is really bad at the Jets. Imagine watching him throw the ball. Like that's not fair. Imagine, imagine if he came in. Imagine if he came in and threw the ball like that, and you had a ten and six season and made the playoffs. Shut up, Rich. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think we're ever going to see him throw the ball again. If it's any consolation, Craig. He hasn't thrown the ball in the past. Aesthetically, (laughs) hoofing it. He should use his feet. He's going to retire. You'll be fine. So, mm, we'll see. He's got a lot of fucking kids. Guy's got to work. <laughs> He's got to pay for them. <laughs> he does. Right, let's get into. Well, we we might as well get into so many other business. Can I just have a quick shout out to Luke Keekley? Um, we didn't mention it last week when he announced that he was retiring. Um, but one of the in my lifetime watching the NFL, he's top five linebackers to ever play the game. Um, so going before he gets to he's 30 seems to be becoming more of a common trend now um, but he's one of the best that I've ever seen do it and uh, shouts out to him what a player big fan of that good shout Mark I think that dude doesn't have CTE because he's so impressive and you worry about those linebackers well, that's why he's walking away from it, isn't it? And yeah. I think yep. we're going to see this becoming a really, really common trend now. Less and less players get playing to 30 because they just don't, you know, they want to be able to pick their kids up when they're well, 35 years old. That image of him crying as he walks off the field, not knowing where he is, is yeah. is going to become one that's played over and over again, isn't it? Yeah. He's, he's definitely it, one of the best I've ever seen. He might be In his best. case, it's, you know, Ron Rivera's gone. Cam Newton might be going. It's a big sea change in Carolina. He's perhaps just thought, do I, do I want this? Do I, I want to go it. anywhere else? Probably not. Do I, I, I definitely don't need it. I, I think it, I, I think it's just as much about the fact that he's he's made a lot of money. And let's not forget, he's clearly made a lot of money. And he thinks, you know, what, going I've, to the Super Bowl anytime soon. Yeah, I've just, you know, I wanna I wanna enjoy the next 50, 60 years of my life rather than end up not knowing who I am. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he is Tim Erlacher Lewis up there. Yeah, yeah, couldn't agree more. Okay, any other football business before we? <laughs> no. Okay, Mark, why don't you kick us off with uh, whatever you've got? Really quick one. Um, in one week from today, it is the the return series ten of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Um, I have waited, God, I think it must be about four or five years since last series um, for Larry to be back. It's one of my favorite, not just comedy programs, but just programs ever. Um, Larry David is a genius and I cannot wait for it to be back. Just looking at the trailers that there have been of it already. um, 
you already know it's going to be superb. I can't wait for Curb Your Enthusiasm to be back. So make sure you watch it. I discovered Curb Your Enthusiasm on a plane about two or three years ago. And I, it was I, on... It was after. It was, on, was it not after I told you on an AOB to watch it? I can't. I can't remember. But I came. I watched a couple of episodes on the plane, and then it was on Sky box sets. And I started watching it from the start. And about three seasons in, they took it off. And it's not on Netflix. It's not on Prime. It's not anywhere unless you want to spend about eighty quid to buy it. And that really annoys me. There they, aren't any reruns, anything like that. I've been looking for like the last two years. They may well bring it back to Sky Box Sets when the new series starts, because it's on their new channel, Sky Comedy, that I think launches in a couple of days. Um, so they may well relaunch it again in in line with that. I hope so. I've got. I think I've got the last series recorded on my Sky Box, like waiting. Um, and I'll do the same with the new one. But yeah, I can't. I'd love to. I'm not. But I'm. I'm not prepared to spend eighty quid to buy it. Yeah, that's where we are. No, but it's worth it because it's brilliant. <laughs> not eighty quid, brilliant, but okay. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not spending eighty quid on it. That's what. That's what I'm saying. We should. We could. We... <laughs> <laughs> it was a backwards pass. Uh, right, Rich. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> um, I've got a very quick one and a slightly longer one. So the very quick one is Bob's very Burgers. Um, Bob's Burgers is now available on Amazon Prime. Go and watch it. It's fucking brilliant. There's nine seasons of it, and it's just it's absolutely fantastic. Um, the other one is I didn't really have much for an AOB this week until earlier today when I saw uh, a headline on BBC Sport that basically said that um, agents threaten FIFA with legal action over transfer payment cap plans. So basically, FIFA have decided that they want to cap the amount of money that agents can make off any given transfer to 10% of the transfer fee, which seems not unreasonable when you've got players going for 30, 40 million that they would get three or four million. Seems like a decent chunk of change to me anyway. Um, but apparently this is for... Rayola, Mendez, and and some of the other big agents, an absolute slap in the face, and they are now threatening legal action because they can't make a shit ton of money off the back of, you know, unsettling players and uh, making them go elsewhere. Thinking particularly of a certain Man United midfielder. They're fucking leeches, and they're ruining the game. <laughs> it's just it, the whole thing is is ridiculous. Like I. I understand that agents need to get paid. I understand that they want to, you know, they, they, for a lot of players, they look after their interests, they do a good job, but there's these super agents who are just, they seem to be taking money on the fees. They seem to be taking money off the selling club, off the buying club. Like it's just unreal. The amount of money on, on some of those transfers where you see, I saw one, can't remember who it was, but this summer where it's like 40 million transfer and another 40 or 50 million in fees. This just sounds like something that's going to screw the people lower down. Like that's exactly what it is. Mate. Yeah. It's the way football's gone. Between agents, VAR and Manchester United. <laughs> I, I, I hate football now. Yep. What a All strike right. by uh, whoever that Burnley player that not that one in earlier was. Fuck off. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, that's going to go down well. <laughs> um, no, football's dead this season anyway. No one cares about it. No, no one cares. So they should just make it null and void. Yeah, no, no interest really. Yeah. Uh, Pat, Pat, what's your any other business? I'm going to give you a cautionary tale of um, thinking about the consequences of the other thing you're doing if you're doing two things at once. Mm. Um, put this mm. into context. There's a You're podding now, Pat. You're podding right now. This is this this hits me already. <laughs> this hit me already. There's a downstairs bathroom in my house, and they thought in their infinite to put it <laughs> right. <laughs> to put it right. He's got an inside toilet. <laughs> Done all right for himself. Made a couple of quid. <laughs> downstairs toilet. It's not having kids that does it. That's the best way to save money. <laughs> anyway, it's right next to the front door, so the front window. Opens out just onto the street. In front He's of got a house. window. Yeah, imagine that. Frosted, obviously. So I went downstairs, kind of half asleep, Sunday morning, just after ten o'clock. Another 
pointer that I don't have kids. Um, and I was having a wee, and at the same time, I thought, it's a bit dark in here, I'll just open the blinds. So I was pulling open the blinds, and I saw the sort of um, blurry reflection of a dog walker walking past, and I saw them look in my direction as the movement of the blinds caught their eye, and I saw them stop, look startled, and then scuttle on as they saw a man holding his dick, opening a blind. <laughs> so bear that in mind when you're doing two big Facts. What? I always think... Don't why ask I him how big attention. his dick is, Adam. Did you, just, did you just come up with that story to brag about how big your dick is? Is that, <laughs> is that all this was? <laughs> to be fair, if we're talking about the window, would it need to be... In, in my head, like you're pulling a blind and it's like eye level. That, that's where the story went weird in my head. So he's got a massive boner. At the yeah, same yeah. Like, where is he pissing? Than the, the houses. So you're kind of looking Hello. down at the angle. To be fair, he did say it was first thing in the morning. Please. <laughs> morning glory. You're not managing to piss with that, though. Also, stop pissing out the window. Piss in the toilet. That's what it's there for. <laughs> uh, I'll go. Uh, so... Didn't expect I... to hear that, Pat. That was, you know, that was different. I liked it. Yeah, more toilet stories. Okay. Yeah. Um, mine's not a toilet story. Uh, on Tuesday, uh, my son's been playing plays for his school team or whatever. Uh, had a really good game. Enjoyed it. Got a man of the match. Blah blah blah. He's really into his football. Luckily, he's actually playing, and we don't only have to focus on Man United. But he's really into his football, and. We was talking about it and one of the real key things we did when he was like four or five, um, actually four, three or four actually, he played football up until about three, no, at three, about three and a half, which is mental. It got a bit too serious and we took him to martial arts and it was the absolute bear. Obviously, I love martial arts. I train, fight, compete, blah, blah, blah. I've talked about it many times on the podcast, but... It's also known for not being too serious as well. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the thing about martial arts and the difference between martial arts and football for parents is that when you're at football, when your kid's four and, you know, learning to play, literally learning to put one foot after the other, they really don't need 40 and 50-year-old men screaming at them, guys. Like, if you played, remember, go and play a Vets League or do better in your real life. Let your kids actually enjoy the fucking thing. Um, but they did it. My experience was it wasn't. It was way too competitive. I didn't like how I felt. didn't like the pressure it put on my son. So, Is that stopped. dad's on the sideline? Dad's on the sideline. Even right. mums, mate. You wouldn't believe. People always say about the dad, the, you know, living vicariously through their kids. Mums are just as bad. I hear them screaming, shouting, they're free and four, love. This is not Wembley. They're not going to be a pro. Shut up, love. Like, so I love football. My son's really, really enjoying it at the moment. He's doing really well. He's He, he knows how to sort of, he's, he's got a really good understanding of what it takes to improve. Um, and I truly, truly believe that doing martial arts at such a young age really prepared him for that sort of journey and positive experience in sport. So parents, if you've got kids any age, but certainly when they're young, and I know people get a bit worried about martial arts and punching and kicking and stuff, getting hit in the head and shit like that, like just try it. Can't say enough. Done such brilliant things for my family. And the thing is, as well as teaching you the skills, they also teach you to be respectful in that sort of sport. And the opposite seems to be true in football in that you see, you know, seven, eight-year-old kids diving, throwing themselves on the floor. I used to play six sides just after a load of um, youth team training football. And the behaviour they're exhibiting there was poor and never challenged. And you're like, well, if you're translating that into games at age six, it's no wonder. That's, 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 down, to the, that's down to the club, I think. I coach my son's underage football team. And we don't have any of that shit, and it's not tolerated. If you like, the, the parents have to be behind a respect barrier, which should be the case for all um, youth football tournaments now. And the kids are on the other side where the coaches are, so they can't really hear them. Um, and any club that allows that is their own worst enemy. Because so I mean, going on. In my so mind, I, uh, I, I coach a 
I coach a sorry, Rich. I coach a Saturday team as well. For I coach my son's Saturday team, and we do have a respect barrier. And I engage all the parents and make it really clear what the expectations are. That isn't the case for everyone. And no, it's not. My You're son, right. You're exactly and, right. And they're under eleven age, and it's up absolutely about the coaching. But it's even worse at under fours, under fives, under sixes, which I mean, is where which you is, learn. Which is, which is a disgrace. Which is because ridiculous. At that age, it should just be about. You know, if you kick a ball, well done. Yeah. I hope Nothing both of your clubs' respect barriers is more effective than the Saracens' honesty barrier. Shout out, by the way, to the Mall Over podcast. If you haven't listened to it before, listen to it this week. If 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 you're not going to listen to any others, listen to it this week. Is is it out yet? Because I yeah, I Monday like a couple of days ago. Uh, I, I was planning on going out and listening to that because that will be fun. I was just going to say, Mark, I assume that you as a coach is you doing Craig's accent. Pass the fucking ball, lad. Right, Mark, now you've done Craig's accent. Have a go at mine. All right, darling, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, I live in London, innit, Gazer? <laughs> he just did the hands, guys. Just FYI, he just yeah, did the... yeah. We've we've got it recorded. It's fine. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna I'm gonna end with a quick A or B. Um, watch the AFC Championship game at the little bar below the Hippodrome uh, with a load of Titans fans. The Transatlantic Titans actually organised a little event. I say event. Got it was Cat. just Greg's Craig's had enough. Um, <laughs> he's gone <laughs> he's gone he saw the Man United and, result and just like ended it yeah fair enough and it was just it was really good there was sort of 20 or so of us um, some people I've met before but not everybody just yeah a bunch of good people it was good fun um, also another quick thing and it's not that current anymore it's been rumbling on a while this isn't even about whether I'm a fan of the Royals or I'm against the Royals this isn't about I just Harry and Meghan, and I, I, I just don't care. <laughs> I just, it yes. does, I, I just, I feel like. Why is it? Why is it in the news? I like. I feel like ninety-nine percent of the population doesn't care, and there's one percent that is vehemently for really or loudly. against, and is just making all the noise. They can fuck off. Yeah, this is an exact repeat of a all over pod AOB, and I absolutely agree with it. <laughs> there we go. Right. Let's uh, let's get out of here. We'll come back. We'll do a Super Bowl preview. I promise that Russ hasn't been on for a few weeks for no particular reason, but he'll uh, he'll come and do his little judge thing. Uh, but to be fair, I'm not sure that even works that well anymore because he he sort of knows the NFL these days. <laughs> Don't tell him. <laughs> That's a shame. But, isn't it? but there you go. It's going to be a good Super Bowl. I'm looking forward to it, and it'll be hopefully a bit of fun previewing we'll have a quiz craig said he's going to do his annual quiz after the super bowl which i think was just him being lazy he just wants <clears> another <throat> week to week to think about it so i might do a super bowl quiz as well um but yeah we'll uh we'll be back next week doing that bye for now everyone bye Breaking news, Eli Manning has retired. Yeah, nothing more to say on that.